Fellas, so this is Paulo Soris Barca during the PA Apple Music podcast. Uh, being out for a couple months by now, I man, a lot of stuff has been happening. My my Instagram accounts have been shut down. Shout out to the people that are connecting right now. We're going to start. So this episode is going to be the 25th and the 25th anniversary. Let's call it like that. Shout out to Feral Donizetti. I mean, we have a lot of people in the Instagram account, which is very good. So I'm heading to Bulgaria and I'm hoping that this really just start everything again. I like to just travel around and just make sure that I, you know, I reset myself. So, but yes, a lot of things has been happening last month. Instagram almost banned my accounts. So I've tried to figure out that. We all got it all fixed. Um, now, nah, so we're, we're good to go. We, we're not going anywhere. So I have to do a small podcast and a small episode because I have to fly by four to, again, to Bulgaria, which is going to be something great because it's going to be a workshop with just music, with orchestra and all that stuff, which is going to be amazing. So make sure you go to Piafa, um, anchor.fm slash Piafa and make sure you really donate to the podcast. We're going to really appreciate it. Or just sign up. Just go to my link and just sign up. And that way you can get all the updates when we go live, which is very important. You can also follow us on different platforms, Google Radio, uh, iHeartRadio, all those places. So make sure you all go there as well and support us. I want to go straight to the business. No audio. Some p- there you go. Shout out to the people on Instagram. They're really, they're, they're really getting the uh, the, hand, the engagement very hard, which I really love the platform. Okay, so again, we're back in action. I'm going to be doing a series of episode uh, how my experience in on Bulgaria will be. So y'all gonna be um, tuned with everything that we're going to be doing. In Bulgaria. Okay, so simple. Interesting, interesting enough. In the last couple of days, I mean, I've been struggling a little bit with the fact that you know a lot of work, trying to 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 really put together a concert that I'm going to do on December the eighth in Puerto Rico. It's going to be an orchestra and a piano solo. That's something. Shout out to the people just connecting. Very good. So now that things have been, you know, clutter, clutter, there's been a lot of things at the same time. It's all good, man. This is all part of the process and I'm not, I'm not whining a bitching about it, you know. But yeah, so when shit, when stuff gets, you know, hard, that's when you really have to grasp a lot of things. You, you get yourself vulnerable as well, you know. So... Just in a high notes, I did a concert a couple days ago, last Friday, in Teatro Latea. Shout out to Teatro Latea. They gave me the opportunity to play for them as a soloist. An hour music, very good music, 
very good uh, people, very good environment. After that, I sat down with my friends, Mike, the comedian. Shout out to Mike, the comedian. Great guy. He always there for me. And we uh, also Brian, he was there, which we're going to hopefully just finish that album. The Four Hands Piano Music album. Well, hopefully we're going to finish. Shout out to Renan. Just connecting. Man, uh, there's a lot of people trying to just keep it together here. Yeah. I have like five computers. I have like five computers. Two smartphones. <laughs> that, that's what happened, man. Hey, how's it going, man? So, yeah. So, a good concert. Good venue. Good people. Good art. Good week. So far, so good. So, now I'm going to head to Bulgaria to start making some good connections, start talking with directors and all the people, which is going to, you know, expand a little bit the the, the line opportunity that I have, you know. And, of course, this all these connections come, come with a course, right? You have to pay some money for this course and stuff like that, which is not, which is not, the main focus, right? You always have to invest on yourself. And you guys know that my podcasts are really, really, really encouraged investing in yourself because that's how you're going to do it. Renan, how's it going, man? So in this case, as an entrepreneur and a musician, right? Yes, it, it hurts a little bit the fact that you have to take money from your own pocket and just start investing. You so I know it hurts. It hurts a little bit, but remember, this is... This is something that is going to be an ROI, which is a return of investment. You're going to have a return investment. And even if it's low or high, doesn't matter. The fact that you just took some money or some, let's call it some capital, and you invested, it's just the fact that you at least are trying something new. Something new and you're willing to just take a high risk. There's no way you can just go to the other side unless you take high risk. That's why there's... There's, there's a fifty fifty percent that you're probably gonna do it. You're gonna, not, you're not going to make it. That's the truth in all this. But I'm willing to take it. So let's start with the upcoming projects. So now uh, I was talking with Brian, and we said, you know what? Let's just leave the Mozart out of the album because for those classical musicians, they know that Mozart is Mozart, or let's say the classical periods, is a very hard style to record. Because everything is naked. Everything is, is out there. You can really just hear mistakes and stuff like that. So it's a little bit hard, you know. So we said, you know what? Let's just stay with WC, Vojak, and Barber. Let's, let's just keep it there. It's and think about it. I was like, I mean, it's not that bad. It's just 40 minutes of music, which is fine. 40 minutes of music is fine. Shout out to Wilmer. How's it going, man? On Facebook. Oh, shit. So basically, I said, you know what? Let's just keep it simple. Let's try to just have nine tracks and let's go from there. Because I was noticing that this album was taking way too long. I mean, it's taking too long. It's taking too long to even record. And the only thing that I was noticing that was taking too long has shout out to co-host. It was the it was the Mozart. The Mozart itself is like 30 minutes of music. Right? So you have 30 minutes of music, and you're like, my goodness, Lord. 
And the fact is classical music is just, oh, so it's a lot. You know, I said, you know what? Let's just take this one and just leave it for, for later. Let's just focus on those nine tracks that we already have. So basically what I'm going to do now, just take those nine tracks, which good music, 45 to 50 minutes of music, you know? So now we're just taking it, you know, we're being very smart, right? And at least just start doing that second album. Just get it out there. Yeah? Because the most hard thing to do in this process is, okay, you can start something, but it's just finishing. And then you get to this plateau where, where things are just being an obstacle. Now, when you become an obstacle, you're just surrounding yourself with the idea, these ideas that, okay, because... This is not finished. That means we need to procrastinate. No. If this is a problem, you have to take the problem and just get it out of the way. Or just fix it. Okay? So now we're taking those nine tracks, utilize them, optimize them, and hopefully we can leave that Mozart for another better niche. Let's call it niche, right? So basically we're going to do classical music only or just Mozart sonatas or something like that. So we can use that as Mozart for the future for a better niche. Okay. Because to be honest, you always want to target a niche. And for example, if you're going to do an album, you want to make sure that that album has a niche, that album has a, has, has some kind of, a, let's call it, um, identification by itself. Right. So the niche could be, uh, it could be um, music for the 19th century. This That's a more broad niche, I understand, but you want to go deeper than that. Okay, 19th century uh, late German music or something like that, you know? So when you have that niche very concentrated, now you have a very targeted audience, right? So now you, ju you just went from a musician, now you went to a marketing uh, hat, right? So now you have to learn couple of techniques to just make sure that that audience really find your niche or your album right and listen my last album is being good very good we almost have 50,000 um um listening and play which is very good i never thought to be honest i never thought that would be um a possibility but hey it's being a possibility and i will take that possibility yeah anything that has a possibility that it put you one step closer to different audience. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. So yeah, we've been working with that. And also the other section that I was wanted to talk about is being um being willing to work as a businessman, when you're a musician, which is very hard, you know, let me explain you why. So most of us, what we do is we finish our master's degree, we finish our bachelor's degree. And what's the first thing that we do? We're looking for jobs, which is not bad. Listen, it's not bad. But we're looking for jobs as a music teacher. And I'm going to really, really, really share this experience. With a lot of folks here. So. When I. Finished my master's degree. And I came to New York. Of course I needed a job. 
Yeah. But instead of just creating myself with more opportunities, I decided to just go, you know what? Let me play it safe. Let me go and find a music job as a teacher, you know? And I'm assuming that's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the fact that you want to go and find a job in your field. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why you spend thousands of dollars just to be a teacher. Yeah. But here's a mistake. Teaching, teaching, teaching students individually on group classes every day is going to drain the hell out of you. So by the time that you finish the day, you come back home, you're already drained. There's nothing more that you want to spend time doing so. So you're already drained. You know that you have a lot of stuff that you need to just get down. Listen, by the time that you come back home, in my case, I was coming back home at 10 p.m. every day. Every day. By the time I was just at home, I didn't want to do anything. I was just going going to my bed at 2 or 3 in the morning. And I that that rat race can last so long until you just have a breakdown. And I have my, my breakdowns. I'm not lying. There was a moment that I wanted to take the piano to throw it away because I was frustrated. I do understand that part. I do understand that part. But my mistake from the beginning was instead of just creating more value to myself as an individual, I play safe. I play safe. Instead of going for a real estate job, huh? managing as a manager, all those good and great opportunities. I play safe. I've been working as a real estate now for a couple months. And I resigned from my old job. My best decision so far. Best decision. If I don't work, I don't eat. Simple. If I don't work, I don't get my commissions. That means that I have to put my work. I need to put my job as a priority instead of just going to this music school and it was a little bit tedious because I was getting paid by the hours but if that student didn't come it got very tedious I didn't like it I was wasting a lot of a lot of hours in a week I could probably waste between 10 or 15 hours easily 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 and that is not a good spot to be with. If you are going to work and you're working for 12 to 10 or to 8, and then you're noticing that some of the hours you're you're losing those hours because some of the students didn't come, so that means you don't get paid. But at the same time, you have between two and three hours of students just being asked not pay. Right? And some folks will say, ah, oh, but you can take those hours to to practice which is true that's what i did but the problem is when you start doing something right and all of a sudden you have to stop it because the time of someone else 
need to be taken, need to be prioritized. You're breaking the momentum of creativity. You're breaking that momentum. And creating momentum is very hard because it's a muscle that you have to build, right? So, for example, if you if you skip the gym for two months of one month, let's go conservative. Let's go one month. Going back to the gym and you start working out is the hardest part ever. It's not about the way uh, lifting the weights. It's just taking action to just lift the weight. Because the momentum, the momentum itself, creating momentum itself is a muscle that need to be, you know, take taken care of. It. That's why a lot of people they have a lot of ideas, but then they lose, they lose, they lost their discipline to just keep going because that momentum, right? That muscle. That muscle is lost. Yeah. And there's something very small, right? Between that taking an action and go the momentum, right? Momentum and having your goal, right? But this guy right here, which is the action factor, is not taken, then this momentum, right? It's not going to happen. Momentum is something that is so important when you work as a entrepreneur, right? And you will notice when you start doing something, when you start doing stuff, and then you just stop and you stop completely, dude. You, your world will just fall down because you just created a habit and a habit that you know would just giving you positive reinforcements, right? Positive reinforcements. And now you stop. And you already build that muscle. When you try it again, it's going to be tiring, tiring, tiring. Now, instead of you just writing five five pages, you just write two pages and you're already done. I was listening to Dan Pena and some of his last Q&As regarding the high performances. Right, the importance, the importance of high performance, the importance of high performance. And back in the day, I knew that was very important, but I didn't know how much important it was. How necessary is to be an individual with high performance. How necessary. High performance is what really separates the average from those that are located in the 1%, what they call the 1%, right? Because you become a high performance when you have a strong work ethic, which is very important. I mean, each minute counts, each second counts, each, everything is, has a meaning. God is on the details. So, you can disagree with a lot of stuff with high performance. I mean, we have a sample from, from American presidents, from dictatorship. We have a lot of examples of where high performance can go. I understand that. 
But in the end, in the end, there's a result connected to that, which is separating yourself from average to 1%. And this can sound very off. Ah, oh, Paolo, you just been saying that these dictators, uh, they, they're doing good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the fact that they learned that discipline, right? They're separating themselves. They're separating themselves and becoming leaders, which is a very hard thing to do. Because if you are surrounded in a culture, in a culture where laziness, right? Laziness and procrastination and lack of words is something that prevails. It's a very hard task to just get rid of. It's like a drug. Right? It's like when you start smoking, you've been smoking for two years, three years, five years, or even 10 years, and you just stop. It hurts. It hurts. It's a pain. It's uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. But you know it's the correct decision. So see, now we're just moving from that, right? And going a little bit deeper. So now it's much deeper. It's self-responsibility. And I've been talking about this for months now. Self-responsibility. Self-responsibility. And I I have to be one of the one of the reasons why I'm here. I'm here because I know the responsibilities that I had to take myself to make sure a lot of these things really happens. A lot of these things that I'm not close to are not happening. It's simple. It's very simple. I'm the one who's responsible for my results. I'm the one. I'm the one responsible for those results. Regarding the circumstances, regarding where I'm at, I should be courage enough, have some courage enough to say, you know what? I think I fucked up this time. Even that is one step closer to reach honesty. Now, there's a problem when we talk about all these things, right? I'm not trying to, to be better than anybody. I'm trying to do none of that stuff. I think that as individuals, right? As individuals, I think we can really, really, really pursue whatever we wanted to do back two or three or four, let's say 20 years ago. But some, something around that road made you just quit it. And a lot of these opportunities that I'm creating right now, I couldn't have done it years ago, man. That's what really, really, really bothers me. It really bothers me a little bit. Like, I literally had to go to bed and it's, it's, that really bothers me. It really bothers me when I go to bed and I'm like, okay, another day just went by. Another day just went by. 
did I accomplish? Am I better next day? You know, Six Sigler used to say, um, how can you hit a target that you don't have? Right? How can you hit a target you don't have? Listen to that. How can you have a target that you don't have? How can you hit a target that you don't see? Imagine that one. How can you hit a target that you don't see that? I mean, it's like just waking up every morning, just trying to throw shit into a wall and hopefully hoping that something stick. I understand that, man. But having a goal every day, what you need to do is much better. At least you have somewhere to throw something, just at least hit it, you know? So last week I had this this situation where someone very close had a, a breakdown, a huge breakdown. I mean, bad breakdown. And this person just exploded. I mean, exploded, you're throwing stuff, coffee makers, everything just around, dominoes through the wall. It had a very, very bad breakdown. But I knew that was going to happen. I knew the breakdown was going to happen because when you are not taking responsibility for years, years, I'm not talking about 10 years. I'm not talking about 20 years. I'm talking even 30 years. When you're not talking, you're not taking responsibility. For more than 30 years. And all of a sudden you're expecting. The world to change around surround you. It's not going to happen. When you start using drugs. You start using drugs because you want to avoid. The reality. Just going by. And hoping that the world's going to change after that. That's fine. But when the money just ends and then you start becoming yourself and those problems become bigger. That's when you lose it. And that person had a huge breakdown. That person wanted to be a journalist. That person has aspirations. That person had dreams, man. Only one thing. Destroy her mental state. Accountability and responsibility. That just destroy, destroy her so bad. That she had a tantrum. She got. Went crazy. And. For those folks that are wondering where I live. I live in New York City. And those that know how the city goes. If you're not strong enough. The city will put you down. Easily. Easily. If you're not a strong mind. The city will put you down. You will just become a monster. A monster that you never thought you were. Before. A monster that you thought never existed inside of you. 
that's what that person became. Shout out to Jack Castorino. And that's what happened. The police came, took that person. And one part of me was like, damn, that could have been me. If I didn't have a strong mind, I can just lose it. Listen, I'm not perfect. I had my small breakdowns before. I had my, my breakdowns before. But there was a difference. I took responsibility. I wanted to know, what do I need to do to change my life? What do I need to do to change my courses? And whining and complaining about stuff is not going to help. Yeah? So that's what really separates some of the folks are trying and fighting and just going at it. And those folks that are trying or just imagine or wishing that something happens. Just one thing. Responsibility. If there's one person calling you an asshole, yeah, probably that person is an asshole. A second person you met called you an asshole again. It's a second person. It's probably that person that called you an asshole is an asshole. If the third person called you an asshole, there's, you better start looking at yourself in the mirror because you probably are an asshole. Okay, folks. So this is this is the end of the podcast. I'm going to just prepare my stuff. I have almost 70% of all my stuff in my baggage. And I'm moving to Bulgaria. And I'm going to just keep you all updated in the Bulgaria. Let's call it, I don't know, the Bulgaria season. <laughs> so I'm going to just record every day. Everything that is going on are going to be my next podcast in the airport. Probably it's going to be a night... Um, one in the morning, it's going to be in Florida, just to make sure that I just keep you updated and how my Bulgaria experience is going to be, okay? So make sure, thank you so much, uh, Castorino, thank you so much. Make sure that you go to my link in my bio for those that are on Instagram. Make sure that you, you really donate to the podcast, that really helps me and really helps the content as well. And those that are in Facebook, all the links are provided in the comment section. Thank you so much. I will be having fun, a lot of fun. I will keep you updated. I'm going to give you some videos and stuff like that. That way y'all can have this experience with me. And for those folks that are on YouTube and all the channels, you're going to have all the links down below. Sign up and that way you can have all the updates of my upcoming projects and live podcast. Okay, fellas? Okay, so this is the end of the episode number 25 from the PA Alpha Podcast. I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.